Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world-famous juggler Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg? Ozzy, I'm great when we get to talk about bill murray so life is good and it got to revisit a film i've not seen and i don't even remember it's been so long it's been a good time so i'm i'm in a great mood man how about yourself it it's yeah it's been at least a few months for me so i'm excited to revisit this and discuss this todd fleshman producer how you doing yeah i'm good too excited I mean, I do watch this one annually because, you know, I, I do that with I do that with most things. <laughs> now, a bit of a programming note. I do apologize. Last week, after we finished reviewing and dis- or rather discussing a Borat, I mentioned we were going to be reviewing the producers. I got my dates mixed up. Thank you to Fleshroom producer Todd for being the producer that he is and keeping us on the schedule we need to because it is today that this episode will air. January 30th and Groundhog's Day is this Thursday on February 2nd. So that's why we have this and we will have the producers next week. Now, this week, again, Groundhog's Day released on February 12th, 1993. Tom, do you have a trailer available? Yes, sir. It's Groundhog Day! Groundhog time. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. Weatherman Phil Connors is spending the day in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. Phil? Ned! Ned Ryerson, I did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show. Bing! Bing! But Phil's about to find out he's not just stuck in Puxatawney. Will you be checking out today, Mr. Connors? Chance of departure today, 100%. He's stuck. Groundhog Day. I'm reliving the same day over and over. Bill? Ned Ryerson? Bang! Do you ever have deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? I don't think so, but I could check with the kitchen. Well, it's Groundhog Day. Again? At first, he was a little anxious. Bill? What? Will you be checking out today, Mr. Connors? I'd say the chance of departure is 80%. But now... We could do whatever we want. He's discovering the possibilities. Don't you worry about cholesterol? Why? And living life Mm. like there's no tomorrow. Phil Connors! Ned! Because there isn't. I am an immortal. I have been stabbed, shot, burned, frozen, electrocuted. I'm a god. You're a god. I'm a god. I'm not the god. He's out of his gourd. But to get what his heart wants most... What are you looking for, Phil? A date for the weekend? ...means living this day over again <laughs> till he gets it right. Believe it or not, I studied 19th century French poetry. <laughs> what a waste of time. I studied 19th century French poetry. La fille qui j'aimera. You speak French. Oui. Bill Murray. Andy McDowell. To the Groundhog. I always drink to world peace. What should we drink to? I like to say a prayer and drink to world peace. 
Don't drive angry. Don't drive angry. He might be okay. Yes! Life has a funny way of repeating itself. What did you do today? Oh, same old, same old. That was Groundhog Day, directed by Harold Ramis, written by Ramis and Danny Rubin, who the story was by and Harold Ramis put together, and they both are credited with the screenplay, starring Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, and Chris Elliott. First thoughts, I actually don't recall the first time I watched this. I also can't remember the last time I watched this, but I remember the first time watching it and all the times I watched it. I remember enjoying it. And even though it's classified as a comedy, um, I mean, I enjoyed it. We'll get into that a little bit more, but uh, I still enjoyed it to this day. I just have some different thoughts about it. Greg? Yeah, no, um, that's that's kind of how I felt about it. Um, it's one of those things where, like, I remember the lore of Groundhog's Day or the, the, the uh, sentiment of Groundhog's Day and how... It's one of those movies that a lot of people talk about and enjoy. And I know I'd watched it before, but I hadn't seen it in a long time. And, you know, it was fun to watch. It definitely enjoyed the movie. Um, but uh, I think I, I know where you're going with the whole comedy thing of it. So, yeah. Um, I love a time loop movie. Hold on a second. Nobody, nobody called on you. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I love. Well, I'll I'll do it again. I love a time loop movie. This is, you know, one of the probably the the most famous, and I still have fun with it. But I kind of get where what, what's going to happen. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> I have one thing to put over though, because Bill Murray has a pattern. I'm just going to say that. Okay, go for it. Okay, well, Bill Murray has a pattern. You know what I've said about Ghostbusters. This one, he spends like a majority of, or well, a majority of the first half manipulating Nancy so he could hit it. Like he's like literally taking notes that he's, yeah. So, yes. not Ghostbusters bad. He didn't have a thousand cc's of Thor scene with them, but. Right. Yeah. No, I, I got right. you. I understand. Uh, now, what I think the two, of you guys are alluding to is that there's funny moments and in some sites it's categorized as a fantasy comedy definitely fantasy but i'd categorize it more as a fantasy romantic comedy whereas you have your funny moments but there's a good chunk i'd say like over half that is dedicated to more the love interests wouldn't you say right yeah, I'd say maybe it fantasizes about being a comedy. <laughs> and, and now you know why. So are you saying that's the reason why Harold Ramis and Bill Murray stopped talking for like decades? <laughs> maybe. Uh, well, I mean, but to that point, I, I had no problem with the film. Like I was right. I was I, I was paying attention the entire time. I didn't want to take a break. I was like. I'm good. Like, I'm not laughing the whole time. There's some moments I'm laughing. We'll just get to this point right now. Two of them you actually saw in the actually one and a half. Uh, the do you ever have deja vu? No, but I could check with the kitchen. 
busted me when I saw it the first time. Uh, early on, he's angry with whoever he's on the phone with about the uh, long-distance repair lines. He says, what, is it snowing in space? And just that line hit me. He just played that so well. I do have one last one, but I don't think it's going to be your guys's. But because there's not many of these moments to choose from, I'm going to let you guys go first before I say this last one. Well, uh, oh, man. I think for me, it's the the moment where he drives off the cliff, you know, and the car explodes or the car crashes. And he's like, oh, maybe maybe he's all right. <laughs> and then it explodes. He's like. I don't think he's all right. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's the groundhog driving the car or the truck. He has him on his lap. Uh, Bill Murray actually needed to get two rabies shots because he was bitten twice. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, so you said that was yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Todd? Uh, the one the one I did like is uh, it was when he's uh, signing off on the, the broadcast and he's like, this is the one time where television really fails to capture the true excitement of a large squirrel predicting the weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has, uh, the, of course, the great delivery. But uh, going back to the delivery, you saw a moment in the trailer where he's driving on railroad tracks, trying to elude the police. Finally, police catch up to him. And he lowers his window and then starts giving him a drive through order. That <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, that pretty much encapsulated, I think, would hit the major moments. But still yeah. enjoyable, you know? Yeah. Now, I gotta, sure. I gotta ask you guys, is it just me or did it seem that Annie McDonald's character had an accent and then didn't have an accent? Like it, it went in and out at times. Was that is that just me? I, I mean, not that I I noticed. I would have rather him kept messing with Nancy, but that's just personal preference. Okay. <laughs> I didn't notice it, but uh, maybe I'll watch it again. And check that out. Maybe next now, year. Speaking of voices, though, like, do you guys know who the radio announcers were? Because I swear that sounds like Dan Aykroyd, and. If oh, it was, be... it would have been really interesting that like some supernatural ish movie, you know, between the three, the right? Yeah. Well, then the other one would have to be uh, uh, one of the other two. I can't think of Winston's name. Chicago radio legend Steve Dahl was asked by Harold Ramis to be the radio announcer at the beginning of every day, but his radio partner didn't understand the movie and didn't want to do it. In one scene, Connors throws himself in. Okay, yeah, that's. Then it goes on to another thing. But it was Chicago radio legend Steve Dahl. But the Got partner it. was somebody else because the his actual partner was like, "I don't get it. I don't want to be in a movie. I want to. I want to be a radio host, and I I don't want to do anything else. I want to just just be a radio host because you know, I don't want to get other streams of revenue. No, no, no. Even though my face isn't on it and I'm still doing the same radio thing. I need to maintain my integrity <laughs> as a local radio host. Oh, Lord. Really? And it's, it was starring Bill Murray, which, I mean, I got to say, by the way, this factors into the rating is I think this movie could not have worked with anybody else. Oh, with, no. 
Definitely not. Because you needed somebody who could hit those funny comedic moments, but then also still still be able to deliver a good dramatic performance, which he does. And it's mm-hmm. almost reminds me of Scrooge. You know, where you find yourself laughing really hard one moment, and then the next you're like, God damn, this guy can act. You know, like it's you have you have a feeling that if he was more attractive, he would probably get more roles. Like these Oscar worthy roles. You know what I mean? Uh, but he, he got some buzz later and I know it was nominated. Can't remember if it was lost in translation or, uh, well, yeah, but it had to, it had to come to these more like, wasn't lost in translation. It, it more like a low budget. Um, not by Hollywood, by Hollywood standards. Yes. But it wasn't a true indie film. That, it was that's, my, that's my point. I think is my point is that it, he probably would have been um, on the level. The type of movie I don't want to compare does... him to anybody else, but I, I, he, if the trajectory of his career would have been much different early on. Is what, most what of them kind of have to do that to get their recognition? They'll leave the right. I genre. think for him, it just took longer for him to get those roles offered to him. Well, it's not even that he doesn't get roles offered to him. He just like. Like, I mean, he picks and chooses so much, it's hard to get him. Like, isn't there the phone number you call and you pitch your movie, and that's how he gets back to you? Is that all it takes? Yeah, well, that's, I mean, because I mean, if that's all it, it takes, I'll start getting writing. Start getting, <laughs> get getting writing. No, that's not, that's not going to happen. Unless I just, like, write my everyday stuff, and then we'll probably go from there. Anyhow. So in terms um, of the rate, yes. Well, yes. I did have a fact. I mean, they people have figured out how long he needed to be in the time loop. You guys know how many days? Because they had to figure out how long it would take him to learn this, how long it would take oh, him to learn right. that. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So because originally they said, like, originally in the script it was 10,000 years. Then, like, Held Ramis said, no, it's it's uh, 10 years. But the number of days that people did the math and figured out how long it would take was Jesus uh, 12,395 days. 12,395 days? Yeah. That's how long it would have took him to do all that and learn all that. 12,395 days, which would equate to... Okay. You know, I could just use a calculator. I know. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought Ozzy was going to do the math in his brain. I was about to be impressed. Should have just said, yeah, I got this. So. Um, you know, I did. I want to compliment Bill Murray. Wow. For his moments. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's a lot more than 10 years. 33.9. Sorry. Mm. Wait, no, that would round up. It'd be 34 years. None of these are official numbers, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, right, right. If, when you say like, oh, it would take 12,395 12, days, it equals 34 years practically. Yeah. So he would have, yeah. so he didn't age either. Oh, wow. That sucks. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to, I give this movie a four and a half. I mean, we having, listen, having that discussion right now really like put things into perspective. Like 30, 34 years. I just turned 37 last year. 
Yes, I know. 37. Damn it. <laughs> but anyhow, like that's that's like half half a lifetime. So for that, I'm giving this movie a four and a half. Wow. Um I man, it's so hard just because and I we, didn't we had this much, discussion last we week. Did, we did, I'm not saying, oh, it's no. so funny, it's a no. four and a half. No, yeah. for me, it's it's as good as being like a four and a half. Just Bill Murray doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's very underrated. Four and a half. No, that's for sure. Greg, I mean, why do you hate Bill Murray? I don't hate Bill Murray. As a matter of fact, he's the re- he's what, of course, made this movie. Um, there's even a moment that that I wanted to bring up where he's he's at a bar um, talking to the girl and he's like he keeps changing around everything to like find out what she likes to have the perfect moment. And there's a moment where he finds out what drink she wants that she likes the most. And so the next loop he goes through, <laughs> he orders that drink and gets it for her. And when he tastes it, the look on his face of like, God, this is gross. Like that little moment, like is really what solidifies who Bill Murray is um, as, as a wonderful actor that can make a moment out of nothing. Um, I'm going to give it a four. Um, Cause I do enjoy the movie. I really do. Bill Murray makes it, but I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, I enjoy it, but I don't know. I didn't enjoy it as much as as last week. So I got to, yeah. It was it yeah. was a very hard contrast, to be fair. Right. I'm, I'm going to just say right now, I watch these like within hours of one another. Right. And I laughed a lot more, not another team movie, but in terms of. <clears throat> different kinds I mean, of movies. They're different really kinds is. of movies. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, this is classified as a comedy, so I think it's fair to share our opinions on it but yeah uh anyway todd um what am i doing here? Your, score what, what oh yeah score? well i was gonna make the comment ozzy gave it, an, gave it an extra half point for the wrestlemania reference but no Wait, no i actually i chose to ignore that because of what they followed it up with i don't know if you noticed what they followed it up with when they said wrestlemania tickets and then he said well we're gonna be in pittsburgh anyway and it's like, uh, no. 93 WrestleMania was in Vegas. Oh, Jesus. No, come wow. on. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It was 1993. Well, we didn't know it we was WrestleMania 9. In. Whatever. I don't care. Wait, the movie they was filmed eaten. then or or it took place in that? Did they say what year it was in the movie? Well, here, here we go, Ozzy. You have to figure out when, when they say WrestleMania was in. You just said Chicago? Pittsburgh. No, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I'm gonna find when out when the Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. I don't think it's ever hosted WrestleMania because Pittsburgh doesn't usually host major events. They just yeah. have their football team, and that's like pretty. They might have like a Raw there, sure, or like maybe like a Hell in a Cell, a Survivor Series, but WrestleMania. Well, I. Oh, am I am I wrong or? Um, WrestleMania one, that's not right. No, WrestleMania one was in New York, WrestleMania two had Chicago, uh, <laughs> LA, and there was one more in there, New York. Three was in it. No, wait, I'm getting lost. That's okay. Three was definitely not Pittsburgh. Well, it doesn't matter. Four and five were New Jersey. Six was Toronto. Seven was Los Angeles. Eight was Indianapolis. That's where three was. Number nine was Vegas. Ten was Madison Square Garden. And then 
that's all the WrestleManias there were. But after that, I doubt they chose Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't see it coming up for anything. Exactly. So they could have easily said they just like, and which I remember the first time watching when they said, oh, WrestleMania tickets. I remember being excited about, hey, they said wrestling. <laughs> like when I watched it when I was a kid. But in actuality, they could have easily just been excited to go to Vegas. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's Ozzie. what I actually thought. I was like, oh, man. So in the story, they went to Vegas. You know what? I got to take a point. Uh, Multiverse, a point Ozzy. I'm taking half a point back. I'm I'm going back to a four here. Multiverse. Be, I know. I'm, I'm going back to a, a four here because I'm a little inaccurate there. Well, <laughs> it well, is no. a fantasy, dude. Oh, shit. Oh, 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 oh man. <laughs> Nitpicking so much, you got downgraded. <laughs> Well, I was gonna say because Ozzy bumped mine up to a to a four and a half. <laughs> All right, I think we might have to do an exit with that. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, Ozzy? You doing all right? <laughs> what did I ever do to you? Huh? <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, you you you. Do I, I look like I have a hat? Do I have a winter cap on? <laughs> Is the camera from down here? Can you see on my nose? Down, down where? <sighs> All right. My bad. I apologize. I'm just you can used stuff to your sorries in a sack, mister. <laughs> All right. So Ozzy's a four now. I'm a four and a half in spite now. <laughs> you know if i wasn't gonna drive through uh a, a san marcos and drive through to get steak burgers tomorrow i would be in a much worse mood but the fact that i am you're lucky <laughs> okay i'll do it i'll do it and you can stream on uh um on stars as of now. Yeah. As of now. As and of course, available thing. digitally for rental or everywhere. On 4K. Everywhere. I am the 4K disc. Okay, so we, we had said with not another teen movie, I had said uh if you like Major Combat, I'm I'm gonna seek this out to own personally. The unrated hope if there's a Blu-ray, I'm gonna grab the Blu-ray, but I'm gonna seek to own it. I don't know if you guys would recommend owning it, renting it. Yeah, it's I think a rent it, for me. I mean, I, I own was it. Talking so about that's my answer. Hold on a second. Let me let me retract. When I was referencing, uh, I'm gonna seek it out. I was referencing not another teen movie. This one in particular, I have to say that it's good watching once every now and then. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it. I would. Maybe rent it every few years. Yeah, I don't watch it every year. Hmm. Doesn't feel like I mean that might change. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Anyhow, this has been Flesh Wound Farce. Greg, Todd, do you have anything else you'd like to say about this movie? Any final thoughts actually before we like I I'm having a little deja vu and stop me if like I've I've told this story before. But like I do have a Bill Murray story that I I really want to share because I love 
who that man is. I was at the um, the the pro am in Pebble Beach one year, and uh, he was doing his thing, and he's he's walking around, and um, he's this kid comes up to him, and and granted, there's a lot of San Francisco Giants at this uh, event, and um, this kid comes up to him and gives him a baseball, and he's like, Mister Murray, can you sign this for me? And he grabs the baseball from it, and he's like. I'm an actor golfing and you want me to sign a baseball <laughs> and he just chucks the baseball. <laughs> I was like, that's a little messed up, but it's funny. <laughs> so I'm all right with it. So yeah. Yeah. I just I'm an had an actor playing golf and you want me to sign a baseball. That is pretty good. That's when you just yell, aren't you supposed to be catching the gophers? And then move on. Ah, uh, <laughs> right. Or is that too personal? <laughs> no, he, well, I mean, he could have started and have any gophers to sign. That would have been funny. Yeah. So, having said that, that is the Fleshwood Forest Review of Groundhog Day. And that is World Famous Juggler Greg Larson and Fleshwood Producer Todd. And I'm Ozzy V. And we'll see you next week right here on Flesh Wound Farce.